0: Yakuza Yakuza Kick Radio Yakuza 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 Kick Radio 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 This is the Bulldozer, Matt Tremont, and if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont Says So. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and babies, Jesus! Help us! Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah! Yakuza Kid Radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne. And you are listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together, like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none. Just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt, but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new yakuza in town. It's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Spirit to Dragon of the Northeast. You are listening to your Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Give a nigga a real quick cow Kyle, White, just... All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but he does be Now look at that doc, you homie. Fuck that. Black D. College. This is bullshit, <laughs> man. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you! And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction, hosted by J Cat Morris, you are now listening to Yakuza, Yakuza Kick, kick Radio. Radio. Welcome to Yakuza
1: Cake Radio. I'm your host, J Cat Morris. Uh it's Halloween out here. I don't give a fuck about a Halloween. But uh what's going on everybody? Um I got a bunch of topics to cover. Uh, Shaheen provided most of them as usual. Um, He really hits me up with these topics and questions and stuff I could just get into. So um, I got a bunch of that lined up. A couple other things I had on my mind and and whatnot. But um, yeah, so I caught just a a little piece of the Tremont thing last night. It was on IWTV. And um, so... I guess I'll, I'll start off with that topic and just say that, I mean, the building was fucking packed, which is absolutely insane. Um, I mean, yeah, masks, whatever, but I mean, these motherfuckers were elbow to elbow. That little tiny building was packed It just completely irresponsible shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The, the state of New Jersey right now has more daily cases than any other time during this pandemic, since the thing started, you know, like numbers in New York came down when this thing first popped off, New York was number one, New Jersey was number two, so New York has gotten their shit under control, Jersey got their shit under control too, but now, the fucking cases are skyrocketing, and you got, you know, the winter coming, so the normal, like, cold, the Loose season, all of that's going to come out too It's going to get real messy out here So for these companies to be running wrestling shows And packing a bunch of people into a 200 seat arena Or or building, whatever you want to call it You know, it's really irresponsible shit Um, You know I, I just don't think it's a good idea so, you know, on on different a couple different levels, this is this is part of my problem with Tremont's retirement situation. Because for one, he ain't fucking retiring. He's retiring, whatever, he's stopping for now. But in the same token, like they had an Onita video where Onita was like giving his like uh you know retirement goodbye to Tremont. It was like, you know, like a It was almost, you know, obviously they know the guy and everything, but it was like a cameo, you know what I mean? He he gave the whole, you know, speech. And, um, I'm not saying it was actually a cameo. That's just the way it came across. Um, so he, uh, gave his whole goodbye to this and that, but amongst that, he's like, you know, hopefully you feel better and then you come back. So he's already got Onita saying like to come back and then after it was over, um, he's cutting a promo in the ring. And then his his wife said something about, I I still wanted you to have one more match with something. I I lost what she said at the end, but she said, so you guys are going to get one more. And like Tremont's trying to like wrap it up, say goodbye and this and that. And she's kind of like guaranteeing the fans. Like, no, you said that you'd still have that other match. So it's, yeah, I, I just feel like, they can't even complete the sentence of I'm done wrestling before he starts going. You never know. You know, it's, it's bullshit to me. I'm sure he's banged up, majorly banged up. I mean, he looks, I think he said something like he's 32 years old. Like, I mean, he, he looks like he's in his fifties. It's, it's crazy. But, um, so there's, there's that. There's no way he stays away. I was telling dude the other day that he's he's like uh, he can't resist that that comeback pop. He's like Roger Rabbit with the uh, shaving a haircut deal when he comes busting out of the fucking wall because he can't stand not finishing that sentence. You know that that's the vibe I get with Tremont. As soon as he starts talking, thinking about a comeback pop, or um, someone starts calling him out, which you know he works. running a company some one of his young guys are going to be like i want to wrestle Tremont." whether it's six months from now a year from now two months from you know two years from now somebody's going to get his interest and he's going to come there's no doubt about it so that's number one number two so if this dude is on some i'm gonna retire stuff why would you pull that out in the middle of a pandemic there's a lot of shit that as far as i'm concerned is just Out of bounds during the pandemic You just gotta leave that shit alone for a while And come back to that idea later You know um, Like retirement Like You know how easy it is to just lay off Wrestling right now (laughs) Like there's there's barely any fucking wrestling going on So for you to just take a back seat And just heal up It wouldn't really be a big deal You could say I'm taking time off And you'd have to call like a total of two promoters And say I'm not available And and you're one of them because you're running fucking H2O So like I really don't think it would be that difficult to avoid wrestling now without fully retiring, you know. So to do that right now, I I think it's kind of crazy. And the other reason for that is you make this as your last big hurrah this and that. You're drawing people to come there like, oh, I know it's a pandemic, but it's Tremont's last thing. So now people that maybe wouldn't have taken the risk before are going to take the risk now because you mean so much to them. So to put that kind of pressure on people during the fucking situation like this to me is, is fucking gross. Um, I just, I just think that shit is the the way that the people were packed in there. The even idea of doing this initially, it just during what's going on. It's ridiculous. Completely uncalled for. Um, Another question in here that I wanted to bring up because uh, it reminded me of something I saw on that. Now, let me just tell you, like, I turned the thing on IWTV. We had plans to watch um, UB Halloween last night, and I did. So I watched just a little bit of whatever was going on on that. Uh, The IW, uh, IW, uh, yeah, on IWTV, I was watching the H2O thing. But uh, I watched, like, maybe two matches or something. And then uh, we watched She Be Halloween. So by the time that was over, when I turned it back on, it was just three months sitting in the ring, like, completely bloody and covered in glass and cutting a promo. So that's really all I saw. Um, but before we watched the movie, they went to intermission and they played, like, an old uh, – it was, like, a tag match, I think, with Danny Havoc in it and um the commentating was just fucking crazy um so the question is uh why does the commentary blow so much dick on the indies it's unbearable and you know this is a classic example of that so mlj was one of the fucking commentators and everybody should know that you know i had no respect for that guy um but he- here's why you know this guy is supposed to be all about wrestling this is his life and this and this and i don't give a fuck about wrestling anymore i i just don't not at all like if i stumble into some wrestling it, it's it's a lot for me like it's it's really it's really not something i frequently watch at all anymore but i would still know that if the job is to commentate a match you you're going to try to make that match As important as you can you know you want to make everything mean as much as it can that is what i feel like would be the goal as a commentator right so this is a tag match and um it's like danny and devin moore and I, i i forget who else was in the match but anyway he's going into this whole thing and he, he keeps talking, and he's like, yeah, these guys are great friends. Like, I'm sure later on tonight they're going to go and get together and laugh about this whole match and everything that goes on in it. So, like, you're explaining to the fans that this match doesn't mean shit. There is nothing that's going to go on during this match that's going to affect their friendship whatsoever. None of this is, is going to hold any kind of longevity. This match pretty much means nothing. Like, And you just keep selling that. Your whole thing all matches, like, continuing to lay in how good friends they are and how this is just water under the bridge and nothing fucking matters about this at all and they're just gonna go out tonight and it's like it never even happened like what a shit sell on the fucking match like who sells a match that way i mean it's just someone who clearly doesn't even know doesn't even know what his job is claims to be all about it claims to be like so dedicated to it and look man i you attend way more fucking shows. You still watch way more shows than a whole lot of people. So I, I'm not doubting that you're all about it. But when it comes to what your job is, what your role in that is, you're a fucking failure. Like, what kind of shit is that? So I, I don't know. But it's a lot of what's wrong with wrestling. And, and this is the type of shit that made me not care about it anymore. Like, it just doesn't... It doesn't resonate with me at all. You know, and it's like... If you don't care, why would I care? And more and more of that has gone on, you know, and, you know, it's easy to get away from it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, the match obviously was crazy. I mean, there's some kind of 200 light tube, whatever the fuck. Um, like I said, I didn't see a single move or anything in it. I, I saw him afterwards and you could tell he was through war. So I I don't have any doubt that uh, that match was insane. I'm going to check it out at some point. But um, he says the uh, Philly riots in uh, Giancarlo saying that the burning is justified, even though he doesn't live in Philly and will never visit uh, the areas affected. Well, uh, this uh, Giancarlo kids a fruit, he's always been just, you know, just like a little artsy fucking hipster kid, you know. I don't give a shit about his opinion on anything, really. Um, as far as my opinion on the Philly riots and all of that, like, I mean, it's it's terrible. I, you're just not going to get a positive outcome out of that. There's not going to be suddenly, you know, an uprising in funding that's going to pay for, you know, the things that need to be fixed, both physically and structurally. So, like, you know, if you have an issue with a certain part of the government or you have a problem with the policing or you know it's not going to suddenly get the funding it needs to fix that as well as rebuilding the city like it's i understand the outrage i understand the anger i understand all of that i mean the the anger and the all of that stuff is justified the action isn't because it's just it sets your own neighborhood back further it sets everything back further you know, this country being on fire isn't going to help this country. I mean, that's just not... And to think that we're going to somehow punish lawmakers and they're just going to go, we have to stop this and give them their way. that It's not going to go down smooth like that. That's not, that's not the transfer we're getting. We're not getting that exchange. They didn't sign up for that deal. You know, it, it incites more violence out of law enforcement, too. You know, I saw a video where like they're all lined up police and the uh, protesters and the protester fucking punches the cop in the side of the the face mask and shit. And then like steps back, like he's going to fight him. And it's like, but you know, that situation there, like if, if that dude got shot, that goes down media wise, like, uh, you know, protesters shot down by police. And, you know, this, this just continues to fuel the fire that's going on at some point you, you just have to be the better person, you know? And that that's, that's a difficult thing to do when the other person isn't, or the other side isn't bending. But uh, you know, if something happens where there's police brutality in another state and there's a, a senseless killing by the police in just say, you know, California, well, New York blowing cop cars up. I don't, I don't know how you're helping that. You're surely not making any friends or or bond or olive branch with the police department. I I think that's going to rile them up even further. You know, you're declaring war on the police department across the country. And to do that type of thing, I just don't think you come out the other side with a change. just don't. I really hope this election goes the right way. And and I hope that's where the change starts. Because there has to be a, a complete change of tone. Just the way that everybody's moving right now is, is very aggressive, hate filled, violent. You know, that's all the way from the top with the president to the way people are reacting to the president. And it's it's bad. You know. Um the Busta Rhymes album uh, It's fucking crazy uh, that, That's what I can say about that Busta Rhymes to me just beat out Papoose for album of the year um, If I had to right now rank albums of the year um, I'd go Busta Rhymes Number one Papoose number two And number three I was gonna go to One of the Griselda cats Probably Conway But I had to look and that joiner Lucas ADHD joint is still from 2020. That's just early 2020. So I gotta give it to that all day as, as number three. Um, he just came out with another one recently, uh, Evolution. It's not as good as the first, it's not as good as the first one at all. But um couple dope tracks on there, but that adhd shit is crazy, and I would definitely put that number three, um, papoose number two. endangered species that album is fucking crazy um it's produced by brady watt he's um he's he plays bass guitar you can check out his um his instagram if you just look for brady watt um he's on there somewhere I, i don't know what his exact handle is i don't have like links and shit here but um He plays like the bass guitar for like all sorts of classic rap joints and he'll have people on there rapping, you know, their their tracks and shit. He'll switch up the fucking beats and have them go through their catalog and stuff. He's he's great. And um, he produced this album. So a lot of the the beats and the shit you hear is is his bass guitar. So um, I think it's real dope. Papoose is fucking his lyrics are just off the charts. He's really on another level lyrically um you got one track where he breaks down like the anatomy of the brain on some scientific shit you got the i mean the street tracks are fucking rough. I'll play you one of them in a second, but uh there's one of those um he does another one where he goes through the um the numbers, so he goes from ten to twenty and I mean the way he he rattles that shit off is crazy. Trying to think what else he's got on there. Um, Oh, and he's got the the one that goes through all the um, police killings and from A to Z. And it's, he's got a real, real talent for just putting fucking um, concept tracks together. Comes up with some kind of concept and he just runs with it. And he's the best that I've ever heard do that type of shit. He's on some next level shit for real. Um, and then Bust, man, the Bust, this is why every time Busta Rhymes comes up or top five or who's the greatest of all time and all that. As far as I'm concerned, there's only two rappers that could be considered greatest of all time. And, and if one of those two are your pick, I'm not really going to argue with you because they both have validity. They both have their place. Um, and that's and Jay-Z and Busta Rhymes. That's it. Biggie hasn't Biggie never put out enough music to to be in the same category. He didn't cross decades and consider uh continue to be relevant and and just keep that fire that that you know he started off. People popped off, had great albums, but they didn't hold that that same longevity and just decade after decade continue to make that type of music. Jay-Z obviously, you know, more successful but bust like he continued to change his style and adapt he never stopped creating like he's one of the most innovative rappers of all time i'd say the most innovative rapper of all time if you see the stuff that he popped off with you know with the videos back in the day um i mean he's the best Rapper you will ever get on like a collab like if you ever remix Busta Rhymes being on the remix was just a shit always. Um, when Disaster Strikes I think is his, his best. I mean that that album is, I mean so many classics. You go down that list it's it's crazy. Um, but I mean, you know, all the way back to the coming and. I mean you heard him on the scenario track and he just leaped off that fucking song. It was just like oh, oh shit. It's going down. And I mean like and you see how long ago that was and you see a guy like bust putting out this fucking fire years later. This shit, I mean you see what he did with the track with um the bell Bib of the bell poison beat on there. You check that shit out on, on this this Buster Rhymes album. It's just that takes somebody who's still creating, still in touch, still just knows how to make a fucking crazy song. Knows how to put some shit down to blow your fucking mind decades after being in the business. So that's that's what to me makes greatest of all time. I don't think you get to just do that, you know, off a couple of good albums or one kind of era. This dude has leaped Into each different era You know 90s, 2000s Where we're at now I mean it That's a lot of time So uh, But yeah definitely check out all three Of those fucking albums Um, I'm gonna throw you a Papoosh track real quick Right here Um, We'll throw this out of the way Because I just wanted to throw one out on there In case you guys didn't fucking believe me that uh, Papoose and shit is is unreal, but uh, uh,
0: yeah. Was it so our names can ring out on some fucking ghetto street corners, man? Nah, man. There's games beyond the fucking game. Pat. game. Who's Pat? I got the deadliest pin. Who drop it heavy as him? Brady Productions, no interruptions, just let me begin. They ain't the best, they pretend. Follow the messiest trends. I'm like a god to these rappers to disrespect me is sin. Brooklyn, kid of my heart, grew up on Biggie and Kim. Ever since I was a young, and my mama dressed me in Tim's. It was just me and Rim. I seen some envious men. Crowded with doubts, they counted me out and expect me to win. Cock and spit, man, I dropped the clip, then I empty again. Let off the Desi and grin. Hop in the Chevy and spin. They wasn't letting me in. I stuck it dead in his skin. The box cutter, you cocksucker. Your head to your chin. The 50 caliber blow like dizzy Gillespie. Enough. I seen it all in this world. Your chance to impress me is slim. My Swatch watch was ticking, but now the Presley just spin. I just bent me your rim. The wheels on the Bentley are thin. Box cutter, you sucker. Bent me you rim. The wheels on the Bentley are thin. Box cutter, you sucker. Box cutter, you sucker. Box Cutter, you cocksucker. Bet me you rent the wheels on the Bentley a thing. Box Cutter, you cocksucker. I can see haters a mile away cause my vision is strong. This ain't a diss and a song. I'm just spitting some balls. But every time I'm recording, you know it's wisdom involved. This is just an alarm for all the bitches and frauds. I can see haters a mile away cause my vision is strong. They insist to be hard but it's just a facade when you put your hands on them then you get hit with a charge they be dissing your moms take a piss on your lawn but every time you react they act like you did something wrong say i got no pot to piss but the pot ain't made to be pissing i'm disappointed to hear that's how you behave in your kitchen i don't want you around me better play me some distance gotta live with your karma They parents left them at birth they was raised in the system ran from bainbridge to picking but we made the transition now today i'm on top that's my favorite position could just be so simple, but you make it a mission. will not let me gain control. Are you afraid of submission? Think you ruling my life. All right, let's get
1: back to these, uh, questions and topics and all this, uh, any horror movies I like, I'm not a movie guy, but, uh, figured since it's Halloween, he asked me a horror question. I don't like horror movies at all. Um, I really hate the whole genre. Um, I don't like to be scared. I don't want to hear about dark shit. It's like, oh, you see this crazy ass movie. Uh, and, uh and uh i'm like oh yeah he kills kids why, why do i want to i don't want to see that i got kids i don't i don't need to i don't need to live that fantasy with you I'm like what a, i want to laugh i want to you know shit like that i i don't want to i don't want to do the hard thing so um yeah i i like chucky i i always like child's play stuff because that's like kind of funny you know what i mean like but even that i mean i got like a bunch of chucky shirts and everything that he was always like my favorite i guess i'd say um but i don't you know even those like there's a couple chucky movies i haven't seen because i'm not i'm not that down with it anymore i've definitely grown further away from it than i ever was uh you know in recent years and i don't i really don't even watch that many movies i've had fucking the 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 bad boys the new bad boys I've had that shit from fucking Gamefly for like fucking three months. I I gotta get this fucking thing. I like I'm teetering on whether I should just send the shit back because I want to end Gamefly. I want to cut that off, that monthly bill. But uh, you know, I gotta either send it back or keep it or whatever. But I'm gonna do one of those things like this week. I gotta either send it back, keep it, or watch it. One of the because I gotta stop the bleeding with this fucking monthly thing. I probably shelled out fucking you know, $75 for this fucking this movie. But I mean, I got a game too, but still, you know, doesn't make any goddamn sense. I just rarely watch fucking movies. And uh, if I do watch them, it's comedies. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not that into the horror stuff. Um, when I was younger, a little bit more, when I was a kid, I loved the puppet master movies. Um, But, yeah, I'm not not into it. Um, let me see. Um, What happens during the wintertime as far as the COVID goes? How many more businesses will shut down due to not being able to have outside seating? Well, I mean, it it ties into a lot of what I'm saying with this uh, wintertime, flu season. Everything starts popping off. People who usually get the common cold. What's the common cold look like to anybody right now With sneezing, you know, and that type of stuff, coughing and sneezing. It's not a welcome sound right now. So it's going to get fucking dicey. It's got to. It has no choice to with the climate of what's going on now. And there's so many areas that people are just racing back towards. Let's get back to normal. And it's like you're not even looking at the numbers anymore. What the fuck's going on? We're doing good, good. Let's continue to ease back into normal. But we're not doing good and we're trying to fucking hit the gas on, you know, like I got an email from the school today. My kids have been on remote, completely remote learning since the start. Um, so, and I got an email from the school saying like, yeah, hey, uh, you know, uh, after the first marking period, here's what we're you know, looking at. Uh, and we're continuing to strive towards... Five days full in-person learning for the, for everybody. And it's like, oh, I don't what the fuck would you be heading towards that for? With what's going on in Jersey right now? You know, and it, it's fucking crazy. You know, and that's that's one of the things too that's gonna make a big difference with Biden, because Biden was saying from the start that, you know, the to get the economy back, to get the schools back. You have to invest money into the schools to give them the proper, you know, equipment to handle the shit, the ventilation systems and the, you know, uh, dividers and, you know, things like that to keep the distance easy. You know, to keep it manageable and, you know, the spreading of anything, a very minimal risk at, at worst, you know. But if it's not that and we're just like, let's just go back to what we were doing because we don't like this. Well, that that's definitely not the way the fucking virus work. So, I mean, I wish you luck with that, but it's not going to be my fucking family out there, with you? So that's that's where that is. I'm just going to continue to be pretty fucking safe. And, you know, it's like anytime you say any kind of thing that that contradicts those people's fucking mentality. They, they treat you like you're some kind of bitch because, like, uh, for instance, on the the Howard Stern page, which I don't even know why I'm on that anymore, but uh, the one of the Howard Stern pages, um, they just constantly complain about his show. And look, I'll, I could tell you what's wrong with his fucking show, but the people who complain a lot of the times recently are like Trump people. Who are just like, I can't believe you said some, something bad about Donald. Like He doesn't agree with anything that's going on on that side. So if you continue to listen, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is all going to be the same opinion about that. And then next week, when he starts the show on Monday, don't get your MAGA hat on with a big fucking anticipation and smile like it's about to turn around. Like, no, he still has that opinion. So why why you continue to listen and post every week about this shit? So it's these people. And then uh, they posted something about John Bon Jovi uh, performing for uh, ten people and seven pumpkins or some shit at a Biden event or something. So I just typed some shit like, "Yeah, not drawing huge crowds during a pandemic. It's so fucking lame, right?" And uh, they're like, "You should stay inside forever." And first off, like I work six days a week. Outside of my house. I'm not. You know. I'm not. I haven't been fucking. I haven't missed a single day of work. Because of COVID at all. I missed a couple days of work. Because of my back. I fucked my back up months ago. But. I, I didn't miss a day of work. Because I was scared. So that it's just not the fucking same. To treat this thing like a real thing. And try to be careful and mindful about what you're doing as opposed to like shaking in my closet that, that there's two very different things but you know this is this is what you know when you have such division that it's going to be so difficult to get through this you know without a vaccine or you know some some form of rapid treatment something something's got to give but overall I, I really think leadership needs to change because if that does happen then i think you know more mandatory mask wearing and stuff like that cuts down it's been so proven to cut down on the fucking numbers the distancing and the masks it, it's human to human contact that's where the fucking spreading is going so we just have to stop fucking spreading it amongst people I mean, That's really all there is to it. I know people want to just go back to normal and, like, they don't want to hear that they can't go to this or there's less capacity here, but it it just is what it is. This is... It's not just going to be over when you just go, like, I'm not taking it anymore. Like, you're going to have to grow the fuck up. You know, this is some real shit to everybody. Um... Alex Jones goes on the Joe Rogan podcast and says conspiracy theories about COVID, Hillary eating babies, and it has over 8 million views now. Is it dangerous to give people like him a platform? I mean, I don't know. You really can't keep these people from getting their word out there. Um, I guess Rogan having the listenership he does, it does give him a bigger platform, but. I always worry way more about the fucking, the people who believe in it, not really the person spreading the message. And that's, that's the same shit that goes for Donald Trump and a lot of other fucking maniacs. I don't give a fuck if this guy's crazy. I give a fuck if the 10 people listening to him goes, he's right. <laughs> you know, cause those motherfuckers work with you. Those motherfuckers you're going to interact with on a regular basis The Donald Trump shit, he's going to battle and he's going to say this all, you know, bump heads with other political people up top that that's going to be his own little battle and whatever comes out the other side, will be a different story. But um, and we'll have to deal with pieces of it. But this is. This is taking on such an identity of people, you know, like. Never in the past was I like, "Oh well, clearly this guy votes for this party or that party it's never it's never been that this donald trump thing is is so much different than a party. It's very cultish and it's just like you work with the people and they walk around trying to put that shit out there like they're not they're not just living their life and just so happen to be this. they're out and fucking proud and loud about shit like it's it's very different than your normal political landscape. It really is. I've never been a political person. But this is now like, are you a Trump person? You're not a Trump person. That's not even Democrat or Republican anymore. That's, you know, this person. Who happens to be Republican. But it really doesn't have shit to do with what he brings to the table. Um... Trump has set up cameras in Philly to poll watch. Isn't this against people's rights? What kind of shit is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. But he was on right there on the uh, the debate, talking about people should go out and watch people at the polls. His people, he wants his people out there monitoring people to make sure that everything's going well. Again, this is he's a he's been allowed to make his own rules throughout. That's, that's the way it's been. And, uh, I I hope that changes. That's the only thing I can hope for is a change in leadership. Um, do you think the rock will run in 2024? It's my only hope. I I don't know. I don't know what age you have to be. I think there's a certain age you have to be. And I don't know that the rock is that yet, but, um, who knows? Um, I mean, I think it would be awesome. I think he's done so many great things. Obviously, you know, he's entertaining and all of that stuff. But he's done a lot of really, really great things charity-wise. And uh, he's a very intelligent dude. I I definitely would be against it. I'd have to definitely hear what he wants and policy-wise and all that stuff. But I'd definitely be willing to hear what he's up to. Um, AEW has made it really... Has made it difficult for their talent to do appearances and signings after general spring break caused them a few weeks of having to pull talent due to COVID. Do you think they hold some heat against Joey? I don't know, but um, so I really don't know. I mean, it definitely fucked their business up a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, some people just take water under the bridge. No big deal. Lost a little bit of here, shift a little bit of the roster, but I mean, the fact that they. Which this is the first I'm hearing about it because I don't I don't know anything about it. But uh, I heard about the few COVID things come out of the uh, spring break weekend. But um, as far as them making it harder for their talent to do things, I mean you understand why they're doing it. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Other than just saying, hey, no more of that shit. I don't know if it goes any further. I guess we'll see. I mean, if Joey suddenly doesn't fucking work there next year, then maybe it's tied to it. But For now, I would just say, you know, see see the spot on his card, his TV time, all of that stuff. I don't watch it at all to know what he's doing now or. I guess he's still off the shows because of the thing. I I don't even know. Uh, Thoughts on Orange Cassidy randomly becoming the biggest breakout star in 2020. The main main eventing AEW shows now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Another big part of why i'm not a wrestling fan anymore because it's just the -the over-the-top kayfabe shit where you have to believe that like invisible shit is happening and eh, i'm just i'm not into that level of make believe you know if i'm gonna go into the world of make believe and stuff i'll do that with like puppets you know what i mean like i could suspend my disbelief for some of that kind of fun but not with the two grown men like with the it's supposed to be fighting, simulated fighting, and this guy's, you know, he's, he's hitting the other guy where he's barely touching him. And it just, I don't know. There's parts of the thing that I gave credit to initially. Like, when he would do the hands-in-the-pocket spots and he wouldn't break that, and he was doing pays and shit. I, You know, look, I'll give you credit for that. You're doing salt with the hands-in-the-pockets. It's It's pretty dope. But... When the entire match is just that same jokey bullshit and it never stops. There's never like a punchline to the joke. It's just hangs out there. I'm not attracted to it. And, and obviously, if he's the biggest fucking star, a lot of people are. So that's, you know, where I came back to just going. It's just not for me anymore. I- I'm not going to you know, go over and over and over, like, this sucks, this sucks. Well, it doesn't suck to a lot of fucking people, so have it. That's, you can keep that shit. I don't give a fuck. But, um, yeah, so apparently uh, Layla Hirsch, CZW security door girl, just debuted in AEW. Do you think she texted DJ afterwards to thank him for training her? Now, I, I would guess not. I would guess not. I don't know if she's still doing lariats because he had her doing the lariat. On shows and he was walking out with their you know just that just weirdo DJ shit um, do edibles worry me during Halloween he was just thinking psychos might insert edibles and wrap them in regular packaging to fool kids I don't fucking think they would do that I, I think that's one of those myths because most people I mean Drugs aren't cheap So I mean if you're eating fucking edibles And stuff like that generally they're not cheap So to just be throwing them In random kids like how many Do doing of those Like, How many edibles are you Buying to throw into kids bags Like one out of the whole group or, or you have a whole bag of fucking edibles You're You're essentially throwing in the garbage And risking criminal charges For And you don't even get to see the result You don't get to see like I'm not saying this is something you should want to see, but obviously if if you have that crazy fucking sick mind to want to fuck a kid up, you don't even get to see them fucked up. You just got to go. I wonder if they ate it. I wonder if they threw it in the garbage. I wonder if they brought it to the police station. I wonder if that who gives a fuck. I mean, that doesn't sound like anything that would be fun to even somebody who's sick. You know what I mean? Because you're wasting your fucking money and you don't even get the you don't even get the, the result, you know? You know, it's different, like, if you had a Halloween party or some shit, you know. You, you know, you, you threw a couple fucking edibles in the bowl with the other candies and shit loose, and then people are eating, in an hour later, you get to go like, yeah, that motherfucker's been staring at that wall for a long time. I bet you he, he got one of those fucking edibles. You know, again, not really my style, what I'm going to do, but... If you're the type of person who wants to dose people, I would think it would be someone you could actually watch it take effect on, not just like throwing your money into a bag and going. Well, I guess maybe something will happen. I don't, I don't really buy that. Um, I think that's that's more overblown than the razors and the candy thing because I think there was a couple stories of those things, but you so rarely see that. Not that you should let your guard down with your kids candy or anything. I mean, still be responsible parents, but. I don't think people are giving drugs or to children. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Um, uh, Borat motherfucking too. Um, I didn't get to it yet. I definitely plan on it. I love Borat. Um, and I'll, I'll get back with my review whenever I finish watching it. We watched UB Halloween last night. That was pretty funny. It was like old school Sandler movie. It really had that same vibe. Tons of fucking cameos. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was really funny. I thought that was good shit because it was like we had Borat 2 to watch and we had UB Halloween and I was going to go Borat 2 last night, but then I was like, well, Halloween's tomorrow. We might as well knock this out before the Halloween thing and then we'll get back to that, you know, but uh, yeah. Um, coming to America 2 starring Eddie Murphy, coming to Amazon Prime next month, excited or don't care. Eh, you know, I'm, I love the first one all these years later you know you can't get your hopes up too high i i just to expect like an absolute classic to have like a proper sequel 30 fucking years later mm, we'll see definitely gonna watch it and uh, hope for the best but i'm not saying i'm on the edge of my seat because this is definitely going to be what we all need it and yeah we'll see uh, thoughts on Tim Dillon? Am I a fan of his comedy or not? I, I don't really know anything about him. Uh, I think Joe Numbers has told me about him a bunch of times, and I, I don't. I don't know why he's been kind of off my radar as far as running into his comedy. Um, so I don't know much about him. Um, shout out to Joe Numbers Wrestling Soup. Um, Thoughts on podcasters that are superstars in their head and make podcasting literally their life. I mean, they're just losers. That's all. This the thing is, is like I have a lot of substance in my life. You know, I have a lot of things that I do. So I, I can't I don't even have time to make podcasting in my life. But if I did, I don't think I'd be that that guy. You know, I, I just because a lot of these people that make podcasting their life. Their life is also, you know, watching wrestling show after wrestling show every week and continuing to talk about it and immerse themselves in it. And to me, it's just not. It's it would be a chore to watch a tenth of what they're watching every week for me. I don't have the time for it or the interest in it. So, I mean, I guess if that's all they got good for them and if people are following it again, good for them, but. I don't identify with those type of people at all. Like I don't really understand what makes them so fucking proud of themselves. You know, when you when you look at the product itself, you know, and, and look at like, yo, this is everything to me. And you listen to about a half hour and you go, So this, this right here? Like, cause the majority of these fucking podcasters, they're not funny. They have no comedic ability. They're not witty at all. So they're just like reciting things. They're just, just reading off things more or less. It just, I don't get it. it. It's like a foreign language to me when I see people so excited about the weekly WWE shows and just to be able to go through these things so continuously. It just, it seems just bludgeoning. But, um, Thoughts on Lil Wayne sitting down with Trump and endorsing Trump? To me, these are all money deals. I mean, I would think Lil Wayne is probably partially retarded, but, um, but I think these are all money deals. When you talk about like 50 Cent is endorsing and Lil Wayne is endorsing, you, you got to know that that money was slid across the table and it's like, go tell the people who like you that you like me. It's To me, it's a no-brainer. It's just like, a few select fucking rappers and shit like come on. That that's what I think that is. That's a money deal all day. Um.
0: um
1: Any news on Joey Diaz since he's moved back to New Jersey? Is he doing shows yet? Yes. He's doing um he's been doing Wednesdays at um Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. Uh, I think he's taking a couple weeks off, and then he's going back to doing Wednesdays again. And uh, I think it's only like 30 people in the room, type shit. Like it's it's very limited capacity. He's one of those dudes, and this is why I'm saying these things about like H2O and and wrestling shows, because he says straight up, he's like, I I wouldn't feel comfortable doing anything with 100 people in it, because if I heard someone got sick because they came to my show, I'd feel terrible. Like he's like nothing I'm doing is worth. Risking somebody's life and their family's lives for the sake of what I'm putting out there for entertainment and people should humble themselves and they should feel a little bit stronger in that direction find something else to do make some fucking money but like when it comes to putting people's health at risk because they like you enough to put their health at risk you have to be the smarter person the more responsible person and say you can't see me for a while or I'm doing this virtual Or I'm doing this small gathering, but it's not going to be like it was because I don't feel comfortable with it, you know, Um, but yeah, he's doing uh, Uncle Vinny's and um, he's got um, Uncle Joey's joint. That's um, like his new podcast. He's got a Patreon where he does a bunch of different shit on there, too. But yeah, he's, he's um. I think he's living pretty fucking close to me. I want to say that he's either Ocean County or Monmouth County, based on the stuff that he's saying, and the fact that he's frequenting um, Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. And it's I think he said something like twenty minutes from his house, so it's either twenty minutes south, and then he's maybe Ocean County, or twenty minutes north, and then he's like Monmouth County. But that's my guess. I know he lives by Florentine. But uh, it, it's just cool seeing you know him back in Jersey. Uh, Frankie Picard came out last night with two people in horse masks since he couldn't bring horses in the venue again. What the fuck is this gimmick? He smokes while being accompanied by horses. I'm beyond confused. Yeah, well, Frankie Picard is just a stupid asshole dickhead. And that's, that's what happens when, when that's the case. When you have whatever eight, nine kids and, and you know, your gimmick is smoking and, and being fat and riding a horse or getting people to dress like horses. It's just what the fuck is going on with your life, man? Like why, why are your kids why are your kids cursed with your existence? Why do they have to deal with you as their fucking father? Why why did you do that to all those children? And then continue to just make it worse as you live, you just live life and you just portray yourself in such a way that they'll never be proud of. That none of them will be proud of. They'll think all that fucking cosplay shit you do with them is really fun, like now. But when they realize, like, when you got done playing with them, you went and did the same shit with other grown men, not for them, they're going to be embarrassed. They're going to go, shit, I thought that was because I was eight. Oh, you're doing that with other grown men? Wow. Well, uh, all right. So, yeah. Fuck that. Um, Jimmy Lloyd's been slowing down. Dude looks like he's barely even trying in the ring. I uh, can't really blame him. What's next for this kid? Don't see AEW or anyone else picking him up. Is he in the next Tremont where he just kills himself for 10 years and then retires? I don't know. He's been a lazy fuck since day one. So he's had his his moments. He had that TOD that he looked good in. He He's had a couple crazy – well, he's had a lot of crazy-ass matches, but, you know, generally no psychology to it, just jumping through a bunch of fucking – plunder, you know, hit, hitting whatever fucking weapon. But that's, you know, what more is he worth? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, he's he could sort of wrestle okay at times, but, I mean, the ceiling is low for this guy. It, it's got to be. It, either he completely changes how he fucking rolls, or he continues to just be a fat cigarette-smoking kid that, like, yeah, what's what's the end game for him? He's not going to be a fucking superstar, not doing what he's doing right now. So yeah. Um, thoughts on ICW making John Wayne Murdoch their ace? Do I buy Murdoch carrying a company on his back? No, I mean he could work, but he's another guy. Like he looks pregnant with twins and. His personality is just just a dumb redneck. That's his entire gimmick is a dumb redneck that has actually begged fans for fucking pizza money from across the country. You know that that's that's what he is. That that rumor had it. Um, allegedly, he blew Ian. You know, what I mean, so like this, and, and you know, he was on Jerry Springer with the fucking bra and panties on and shit. Like this, this is that's that guy. His personality is just dull. Like he just, he just looks dumb. Like he just looks visibly dumb. And yeah, I don't, I, I don't see him being like a the poster child for, you know, what your company should be about. But again, like he's the type of guy if you had on your roster and you put him in with those top guys and you put him in with guys who are marketable have great matches with him but I just don't think that he should be the image that everyone sees first because mm, who gives a fuck um, speaking to people I don't give a fuck about um, this backyard kid broke his fucking legs backwards and uh yeah like I don't, I don't give a shit about that guy I mean, I saw there was a GoFundMe and this and this, and then some people are saying, like, they're trying to defend it, say, like, yeah, so what, he was backyard wrestling, like, what does that have to do with, like, the guy got injured, and they said, well, like, backyard wrestling during the pandemic, this is another one of those things. You might just want to pump your brakes on that fucking idea. You know, are you that comfortable in your fucking life at at this moment right now that you're like, I need to backyard wrestle, that's what I need to do? And I think he's got like family and shit. So then like the GoFundMe's like, oh, to support his family. Well, what fucking decision was this? I don't know people make dumb decisions, but you gotta pay for your dumb decisions. So figure that shit out. Like if you really had no health insurance, no nothing, just went into this shit and were so out of shape that like you jumped off the fucking second rope taunting, turned and just blew both of your fucking legs out, well then maybe like. Squats should have been in your fucking pregame. It, it maybe you know, you you weren't financially prepared for what you were getting yourself into, but you weren't physically prepared either. So you go into something completely unprepared on all fucking angles, and then when something goes wrong, you go like, "Oh my god, someone help!" Go fuck yourself. I, I don't give a shit about that dude, that guy. Like, you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me that people live this way, and then you know later on, it's it it's like an amazing surprise that it didn't go their way or life is going to be fucked up now. Like, yeah, like you, you earned that. dude. <laughs> you went out of your way to just throw caution to the wind. And now here you are, you know? And again, I know this wasn't a crazy ass move, but that just shows you how fucking physically unfit to be doing any of this, that this guy is, you know, did some shithead build a ring that had a landing of any sort, be really fucking unsafe, you know, sometimes the fucking turf or whatever the fuck is just really bad. And a lot of people get hurt like shithead fucking MetLife stadium. I hope fucking Lawrence Taylor and Phil Sims and fucking OJ Anderson come back to accept a plaque on the 50 yard line and blow their fucking knees out because, you know, half my team got hurt on that fucking field. So, you know, I hope there's like an award ceremony where all the greatest giants of all time come back and, and, you know, and maybe the two jets that anyone remembers. You know, and they just come out to meet at midfield and just <laughs> all their fucking legs give out. You know, they cart them off the field. They wave to the fans like, like an injured player parade, injured legends parade. They fucking cart them off. And then, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's just a shit surface, you know, and people's legs are in fucking danger. So who knows? Maybe one of these guys that built that fucking ring. You know, no one had any business doing any kind of hop and jump and twisting on that shit because they were going to get fucked up. But again, no responsibility to anybody's actions. Just act reckless, throw caution to the wind, and then just beg for help when things don't work out. Um, Since I'm into puppet movies, have I seen or ever heard of the meet the feebles by peter jackson the guy who made lord of the rings essentially a mature disgusting and vulgar version of the muppets with similar characters no i haven't but i will definitely look that up um why are they moving the holidays who's moving the holidays uh black friday starts before thanksgiving now and then they mix christmas decorations with halloween because they start they started early there's a ruiner for you and everything's jumbled together like this it's a holiday cluster fucking stores no i mean they just started putting fucking christmas shit out like almost right after they put it away like it it's fucking crazy and like summer is still fucking still summer like it's still fucking hot out and you start seeing halloween shit it makes me mad as fuck it's like they're trying to fast forward through the present. You know what I mean? Like, you look too far into the future, you fucking miss the present. That's that's just a fact with, with anything. So you start doing this shit with holidays, yeah, like, it fucks up the, the holiday you're looking forward to because they're talking about the one past that already. You know? I don't give a shit about Halloween. I'm like the fucking, uh, the Ebenezer Scrooge of fucking Halloween. I don't give a fuck about it. But, um, some shit's cool, but most of it's not. And um, yeah, I know I'm in the minority there, but I'm just not into it. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know, was built off of a pretty fucking terrible situation <laughs> with the fucking Native Americans, and that that wasn't that wasn't a good thing we should celebrate every year. But I like to fucking eat, so. As far as what happens on the holiday, I, I eat food with the same fucking people I eat food with the rest of the year. And it's just a different, um, more more sides and shit, you know, Turkey with a whole lot of sides and all of that. So, look, I'll do that. Christmas I love, you know, I think Christmas is great. But, um, yeah, it's the stores just try to fucking eat up all the money they can and they know they have a small window and they're like what if we just started selling it earlier some people are all about Halloween they'd start, sell- they'd start buying that shit in the summer next thing you know that's just that's what they're doing so it's all just consumership you gotta like tell your friends like don't buy that shit yet they're gonna keep putting it out earlier but um, what else I got so then Tracy Smothers died and um, Sozio made a post about it. And it was basically like saying, um, like the rebel flag, the uh, the Confederate flag can go back to being cool now because uh, Tracy Smothers died. Like he was saying, like, pretty much burying the dude for doing the rebel flag thing. And then uh, a bunch of people got mad. So he deleted it and then he put up another post. Uh, I mean, during the post, he called him an old meth smoking racist wrestler and he's tits up now. So now everyone's his best friend. He said, uh, yeah, old meth smoking racist wrestler. He's tits up now. So everyone's his best friend today. When someone asked, you know, who he was. So then he deleted it and he said he deleted his last post because it was hurting the feelings of all the really warm, loving, upright, truly righteous people I've met in the pro wrestling business. And then he said, when I die, be sure to post about what an asshole I was because it'll be the truth and it hurts. And, um, yeah, so my thoughts on this is this. I feel like the confederate flag gimmick is a completely cheap shit gimmick based off of the normal hatred people have towards you know everything that it stood for what it is and it's just a cheap bullshit fucking heel gimmick to to have but if you choose to roll with that gimmick then you deserve all of the heat before, during, and after. yeah I mean every, everything that you get as a result of that choice it that's on you before you die, after you die, all of that. Now, the other thing I have to say about as far as when people die and, and fair game, and you know, I one thing I wouldn't like is if someone had nothing to say about the person when they were alive. And then when they die, suddenly, you know, they really pop off. You know, now they got tons of shit to say when a motherfucker can't do shit. Um, that I, I wouldn't say. But I'm all about keep that same fucking energy. If you hated the motherfucker when they're alive, keep hating them when they're dead because you didn't fucking like that person. It doesn't make sense to suddenly respect the person that you didn't respect when they were alive. I, I, I'm not with that at all. And I know a lot of people go like, yeah, well, out of respect of their loved ones, you should. Now, well, first off, um, anyone who loves someone that I truly hate and I have like viable reason to fucking hate those people. And these people really, really love that same person. Chances are I wouldn't like them either. I mean, there's a good chance that they're not going to line up with me either. Uh, So I don't really give a fuck what they like. I'm not going to go out of my way to just like bury and bury and bury somebody. And again, I don't think this is any of this is what Sozio did. I'm just giving my like all, all angles perspective on, you know, someone dying. And I don't think there's the whole, you never say something about the dead. "Eh, eh, I No, you know, and I wish death on people all the time. So I feel like if it happened, I'm going to be like, well, I didn't do that, but yeah there you go um yeah so that that's just how it could now as far as tracy smothers goes i didn't know the guy personally i saw the, the the fucking shithead gimmick everybody i saw that's dealt with him for the most part had good stuff to say about him that he always treated like his peers you know within wrestling really well and uh he was a good guy to be around, whether it was just because he was a lot of fun or, you know, he was, he would reach out to wrestlers and tell them he loved their match and this and that. So it seemed like he was a really nice guy. I don't know shit from him, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like if you were a wrestler, he was a, you know, a lifer as far as wrestlers go. That was his, his whole life. That was what he was up to. And, um, You know, being that, if you were a guy who was in the business and you were working good matches and this and that, he seemed like the type of guy that you'd get along with. He just, he respected other wrestlers. He showed respect to other wrestlers pretty regularly. And um, all the stories I saw were always good about him. But again, the gimmick deserves any kind of fucking disrespect and heat that it gets because. It's not a respectful gimmick to begin with, you know, and I saw someone on uh, Luke's post. Luke Hawks, because Luke Hawks put his, you know, rest in peace and this and that. Because, again, so many people who worked with him have lots of great things to say about him. Um, but then someone on there said something about. Yeah, something about uh, everything's racist now in 2020 I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that flag was racist long before 2020. Look, I'll be the first to tell you that 2020 has gotten bullshit, fucking sensitive. You know, things that aren't racist are now racist because people have deemed that they're racist. So even if you didn't think you were a racist, you actually are because of some jerk off on the internet. And he'll explain to you why, despite the fact that you don't have any hate in your heart, but you have uh, qualified as racist under his um, determination of your opinions and statements. So he's filed you under racist in his personal Rolodex. Um, that's what it is now. And those people could all eat shit. Like, I really, I can't stand that sensitivity. But the fucking Confederate flag has been racist for a long fucking time. It's, it was based off of fucking racism. I mean, it, it was a bunch of people that wanted to keep slavery going. You remember that shit? Remember the part about that where they fought for slavery to continue? Like, no, you don't okay, well, that's the problem there. So when you see someone that's really angry about the flag and you're like, It's you're about the South, Yet yeah, the South had a fucking goal there. They weren't trying to shut down the slavery business. That that was they wanted to keep that going. So that's why people have a problem with it. You know? Um I don't know why there's such like a misunderstanding about that when people try to like reestablish or, or re uh, redefine the flag. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's not just for that. People are ignorant. Need to do their research. What exact research are you looking for? Because I mean, it was definitely not. Um, it, it was definitely not a very understanding mindset when it came to the people representing that flag um but yeah it just it's gonna get that type of oh but no but the the last line this guy said is that flag was never meant for anything racist and it's like all right dude i'm all done talking on this fucking post but you know that's that's just uh the type of shit people are up to online so then then also chrissy rivera jumped on him on twitter and did one of those little like subliminal tweets like imagine being bitter and angry because other people are mourning the dead or some shit like this and it's just like i i don't i just don't know how such a tiny person gets on such a high horse Um, it's just, it's crazy because to take such a high moral stance against every single person that wanted to speak out, whether it was legit, whether it wasn't legit, she was losing sleep over it. She was this and that. And look, I like Chrissy. I really do. Like I watched her dog and, and you know, all of this. And I mean, I honestly like Chrissy. I, I don't like a way a lot of the way that she acts and portrays herself online. I think it's crazy, and I'm not hitting her with the fucking ether because, you know, I I do like her, so I'm not I'm not hitting her with the fucking you know unloading the clip because I, I can, but it's just that high and mighty shit is crazy, but to go from that to now, nope. I don't like the person that's being buried right here for moral reasons. So I'm going to pretend like I don't even understand that line of thinking. Because it, it falls right into the same line. Yeah, Like Sozio is coming off, you know, blunt and and rude or crude or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But he's basically saying someone who represented a Confederate flag doesn't deserve all the fucking respect in the world upon his death because that wasn't a good thing to represent. So having that kind of stance shouldn't warrant like you know it's not like sozio was burying you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the fucking Facebook. You know what I mean that that wasn't what he was doing but if you want to turn it into that because you just want to paint him as bitter and and Kind of battle him on Twitter, and it's crazy because then, 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 like he says something back to her, and then she posts another like subliminal saying, "Well, he found my post, even though we're not friends on here or something." So, but it's like you're doing the same thing. Like I don't know. It's just it's just wild, fucking. Everybody makes up their own rules these days. Like even if you. You lean towards this one side, and you're very sensitive towards topics. You make exceptions, and then go right back at the other side. And it's just, it's very odd. And um, like I said, I, I could see why anybody would say the type of thing that Sozio said. Because, yeah, flag's fucking offensive. And then on the other side of things, I could see why people because that's their natural thing. It's like, don't talk about the dead that way. But again, like, if you didn't agree with him when they were alive, like, you know, pretending like, oh no, actually, he was a great dude. If he didn't know that, maybe he didn't know that. Maybe he just knew that, you know, based on his gimmick and the way that he portrayed himself, he'd choose to pack that fucking rebel flag in his gear bag every single time he left the fucking house. Like, he had to live with that fucking thing on the road, Uh, Getting out of the car But uh, I forgot my flag Like (laughs) That shit had to be life for a long time So You know I mean To just have some kind of be like Nah I see where you're coming from And just move on Instead of trying to paint this guy such a dickhead For saying something That really shouldn't affect you at all I mean But I don't know Fucking Twitter battles what can you do? Um trying to think if there's anything else. I think I hit pretty much everything that I was gonna say. Um hmm. check out well, man Jeremy over at I Got You Five Stars. He's back to doing the shows and uh, he's got a couple up there recently. Um check out um Eric at the we are playing a worse team than us this week podcast. I repeat sounds impossible, but we are playing a worse team than us this week podcast. The Eagles are favored by like nine and a half points podcast. You know what I mean? Like this, this is the type of shit that's going on here. And I don't, and I feel like, like I should take them. That's the craziest shit is like, the shithead eagles are favored by a ton of points and i feel like i should take them because dallas is on their third string quarterback and i thought he was gonna die last game too it's like somebody's somebody's gonna fucking have to play quarterback that ain't a fucking quarterback if they don't get other people in there really soon because dalton got his fucking head ripped off and you know people were like if they make the playoffs with Andy Dalton, uh, what happens with Dak next year? It's like, bitch, Andy Dalton's getting his fucking head ripped off in about 10 minutes. <laughs> he fucking settle down with that playoff shit. Playoffs? What are you <laughs> talking about? Playoffs? you kidding me? Can't even win a game. Uh, no, they're fucked. They're big fucked. See, that, that was that, that last game too? Or the, the one before where that fucking Ewok just kept fumbling and shit? Uh, it's great. So, check out Eric. Uh, check out Andrew Carlock, False Count Radio. Check out my man Shaheen, Nuclear Heat Graphics, and all the other things he gets into. Uh, I think it's like Garden of Doom or something. But why do I keep trying that? Because it's probably wrong every time. But um, check out Shaheen. I'm sure you got the links to all of that stuff up there. And um, yeah, I think that's about all I got. Yeah, fucking uh, happy trick of fucking treating out there. <laughs> Halloween's canceled. It's fucking canceled. I heard, like, no ringing of the doorbell, which is fucking beautiful. Although there is a bowl of candy out front that I didn't put there. Um, but, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all I got. I'll check you motherfuckers out next week. Peace.